This is the Epoch Times. Welcome to Epoch Audio, showcasing the best journalism covering news, culture, and society, addressing issues overlooked or avoided by other media. For the text version of this and more articles providing truth, tradition, and hope, please go to theepochtimes.com. The WEF and the Dangers of a Circular Economy Written by John MacLeon Commentary As the British politician David Cameron famously asserted, the economy is the start and end of everything. To control the economy is, in many ways, to control the world. Although no one government or organization controls the world's economy, a few major players help shape it. One of the major players, as many readers know, is the World Economic Forum, WEF. In recent years, the Davos elites have been pushing the idea of a new economy, one that's circular in nature. Should we be concerned? Some could say that the circular economy is an agenda. According to a recent report published by the WEF and Accenture, it is. The authors of the report said this is an agenda and that the directions must come from the top. A circular economy is the antithesis of today's economy, or, as the authors of the report call it, the linear economy. The transition to circular business models is, we're told, a critical lever for organizations to achieve climate commitments and reach net-zero emissions. To reduce greenhouse gas emissions, the WEF and Accenture suggested Changing how goods are produced and consumed, circularity, they said, plays a critical role in this. The report goes on to state that the existing take-make-waste model, which is extractive and resource-intensive, must be replaced. The key to replacing the existing model involves embedding, quote, circularity in decision-making throughout the value chain, unquote. In other words, a top-down approach, overseen in part by unelected globalists. If real democracy is predicated on a bottom-up approach, then one wonders, what are we to make of this recent report? This systematic transition, the authors noted, requires companies to embed circularity at all levels and functions throughout the organization. Starting from the top, there should be clear governance, leadership, and accountability. What's the goal here? The circular economy appears to be associated with the idea that all products become services, with those at the very top of the mountain maintaining ownership of the products that normal everyday people can only rent. Remember, not that long ago the WEF stated, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. In August... The WEF's Sean Mowbray discussed how the circular economy could address rampant overconsumption, climate change, biodiversity loss, and the pollution of land, air, and oceans. This crisis, he suggested, requires sustainable production cycles that will reduce resource use, waste, and ecological harm. At its core, according to Mr. Mowbray, the circular economy revolves around the three R's, reducing, reusing, and recycling materials. The circular economy model, he said, aims to eliminate waste and pollution, recirculate products and materials, and regenerate nature. 
Although nature should be protected and the idea of wasting resources isn't something to be championed, we can't help but feel a sense of dread when reading Mr. Mowbray's words. The constant references to climate change and decarbonization and the calls to drastically alter agricultural practices carry an impersonal, somewhat chiding tone. Keeping waste to an absolute minimum, we're informed, is a must. But one wonders who dictates how much waste is too much waste, and who gets to decide what constitutes waste and what constitutes harm. Take meat for an example. For many readers, I'm sure the consumption of chicken, pork, and beef has an important place in their lives. However, in a circular economy, meat may no longer have any place whatsoever. After all, it's wasteful and bad for the environment, experts say. Lab-grown meat, which is estimated to have a considerably larger carbon footprint than typically butchered beef, is a viable alternative, they suggest. If the WEF has its way, we'll all be eating lab-grown grub not long from now. It has become increasingly common to correctly identify problems but offer wholly unreasonable solutions. Capitalism in its current form is destructive, so socialism is the answer. Traditional farming methods are harmful, so lab-grown meat is the solution. The United States was once extremely racist, so financial reparations must be made, and so forth. Nevertheless, the WEF insists that the circular economy, closely aligned with the nefarious idea of social justice, is a viable alternative to the current model. According to the decision-makers in Davos, Switzerland, The circular economy represents a seismic shift in the way we conceptualize the entire life cycle of a product designed to benefit businesses, society, and the environment. It involves closer monitoring of our actions and behaviors and the introduction of carbon passports, for example. A new report by Intrepid Travel discusses the concept of personal carbon allowances being introduced by 2040. The White House appears to be fully committed to the circular economy transition. Earlier this year, the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy hosted a roundtable designed to discuss the ways in which various circular economy innovations can contribute to, e.g., decarbonization and net-zero goals. Again, although the environment should be protected and waste should never be encouraged, one wonders how much say normal everyday people will have in the circular economy. Considering the agenda is a top-down one, very little, I imagine. Thanks for listening to Epoch Audio. That was The WEF and the Dangers of a Circular Economy, written by John MacLean, read by Susan Williams. Views expressed in this article are opinions of the author and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Epoch Times. For more Epoch Times articles in text, please visit theepochtimes.com. This is the Epoch Times.